And we are on um, episode nine, Sophisticated Ignorance. Welcome back. Um, I should tell myself that shit, you know. I took I took a little uh, mental break. It took a month, really. It, let me get let's get let's get a round of applause in this. Man, let's get a round of applause in this bitch, man. You know what I mean, you know what I mean. It's been a long time since I've actually like recorded or did anything of that nature. Um, I've just been, you know, going through some things mentally. You know, uh, that's the one thing I really wanted to talk about though was mental health. Like one of the things I wanted to talk about today, because you know, when I'm recording nighttime too, nighttime pod, you know, it was when everything was kind of like chill and shit, you know. So I wanted to make sure that everything was smooth, everything was good, and I didn't have no interruptions or anything like that. But um, anyway, so that's what I was talking about. Your mental health, yeah. I just July kind of like fucked me up a little bit, and it was really after. No, nah, it was really, it was really July. It was the beginning of July because, I mean, it's the end of it now. So, I mean, you, you can it, it wait on me a little bit. But I didn't think it was a real thing. Mental health for me, like having anxiety and just thinking the world was going in. Because then, then you know, and people that feel me, feel me. You know what I mean? Like, feel me. Walk with me. You know, walk with me. Vibe with me. Vibe with a nigga. Just walk with me. But um, I just, it was a different, it was difficult because I never experienced it. Like, I would get anxious and nervous before games. I, it was more nervousness, you know. I get the butterflies or whatever the fuck. I mean, everybody gets nervous. It just a, It's just a matter of how you deal with it and, you know, how nervous are you going to let yourself because it's also a state of mind, you know. So so I had anxiety and just that. But that, but that, that's something totally different what I'm, what I'm, just, what I'm just talking about. But, um, so... But yeah, like I would get nervous before the games and shit like that. Like that was nothing, you know. I usually would take deep breaths and just calm myself down and go play. Once the ball's tipped, or whatever the case may be, or whatever the hell I was doing, I would just go do it. And you can't really think about it. If you overthink, you, you know, it, it it fucks with you. But that was like that was just playing sports. So I had something to release myself, like the nervousness and just the the, the ready, the anxiety of just wanting to play because you didn't know, like you you can't tell. When you're going to go play a sport or whatever the case may be. So when I have anxiety or whenever I'm having like, because it just felt like I was hitting a wall. Like I had done everything I said I was going to do, especially at this age. I have accomplished everything. I used to have a list, right? In my wall when I was about, I made the list because I see my dad do it. So I, it just helped him clutter his thoughts. So and I was like, well, shit. You want to be like your dad, you follow suit. So I had to do the same thing, and it helped me clear my thoughts. Because it, it kind of, and also, like, it was a reminder. I, I hung it up um, above my dresser before, every time before I went to school. You know, that was just where I put my lotion on, deodorant, whatever I needed to do, earrings, jewelry, whatever, you know, where my clothes were at. So I would see it, and I would look at it every morning before, I, you know, when I'm, you know, before when I come home, I look at it, throw my bags and shit down. I look at it. When I leave, I look at it. And on the weekends, I look at it. When playing the game, I look at it. Yeah, you know I mean, so I would just see it all the time, and it kept me on track. It kept me motivated. It kept me focused. I think that was the biggest concern. Like I didn't really overthink shit because I knew what I needed to do by the time I got to the age I am right now, which is eighteen. So I knew I knew what I needed to do at eighteen, right? And I and also 
this is why I think school is also important because it also gives you a structure. Like, I don't, like, fuck school. Like, the bullshit they teach you in school ain't going to help you out in the real world. Like, there's just some things you're just going to have to learn and navigate on your own. But this is also a, a thing that school also helps with. It's just, like, the, the structure. It gives you something to focus on, you know? Because it's hard being a adult. I got bills and shit, and I just, you know, having a car, bills, work, and trying to go to school. It, it, you're kind of caught up. And it hits you early. Like, it hits you It hits you early. You know what I mean? Like, just doing this shit on your own. It kind of hits you early. Like I said, I had help and I had guidance, you know. My help was more from guidance, not necessarily financial. Because if you wanted to do some shit like that, you got to get it on your own. And I and I, and I, um, I applaud my parents for not just giving me the easy way out. You know what I mean? There's something to be said about someone who works for this shit or, who, or who's getting their money in a different way, hustling, whatever it got to be. Is there something different about you, your mom or dad handing you car keys? There's just something different about it. You know, like, what I'm going to do with my kids is it's not going to be a, I'm going to buy the car for you, but you're going to have to buy it off me. Like, you're going to have to get amount, get enough money, right? And you're going to buy the car off me. Like, that's just simple. You're going to have to show me that you're dedicated and that you're committed to having this shit because this is a big fucking responsibility. So instead of just give, me just giving them the keys whatever the case may be, and if they want to take the car, totally fine, you, you give me money for the car, you rent it, it's a service, like, nothing in this world is free, and people got to understand that shit, so, I just think that I, I, I respect my parents from not just saying, here you go, you know what I mean, like, here's the car keys, here, here they are, and, I, I'm, not, and I'm not knocking anybody that does that, but there's a different type of hustle and commitment that you have. Because now it's like, when I do it, there ain't no mom and dad. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean they'll help me. Don't get me, don't get it wrong, but there ain't no mom and dad that's gonna be like, I got you, I got you, Diaz, or there ain't none of that shit going on. It's nigga, you fall. It's like you on your back, and it's on your and it's on you to learn how to get yourself up and dust yourself off. And I feel like people that just keep hand of the car keys always have that. Privilege of being like, I got mom and dad, I got that. They'll help, they'll help me out, and they'll help me out. If I fall, they'll catch me. Um, no, you, you, no, you're an adult. You can't. You and, and, and I know people like that, and they go into that mindset when they're like 24, 25, 30. Like, no, nah, there, there is no. Once you fall, you fall on your back. Like that's it. You gotta learn how to get up on your own. Unless you want to stay there and take the 10, take the 10 count and get knocked the hell out and get some knockout and then your life's over. Nah, fuck that. I'll take the 8 count. They tell, the corner tells you to take the 8 and get up. Dust yourself off. Ref said, you good? Can you continue? Shit, I can continue. Let's do it. You got to learn how to get up on your own. So I, 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 I applaud my parents and I commend them for teaching me that value, that life lesson. Because that's a real thing. Without even telling me about it. But just showing me it just throughout my life. Just showing me that I'm not always going to have your back. And nothing's wrong with that. I need You need, you need to learn how to fucking grow up. That's how you grow up. You got to go through some tough times and trials and tribulations to grow up. Like I said, I didn't. my parents were never in the streets and never did nothing like that. And I never did. And I'm not in the streets. I'm not doing anything like that. So they ain't got nothing to worry about there. But it ain't always going to be. The money ain't always going to be there. You got to understand that. It's just a tool to get you to where you need to get to. 
So when the keys are handed to you, totally different. You ain't got to worry about nothing. Because you're like, I always got this this financial backbone. I'm not saying I don't have a financial backbone. It's just not given to me like everybody else. If that makes sense to people out there. And I'm sure there's millions of kids that feel the way I felt. Or that are going through or understand what I'm trying to say. Nonetheless. But anyway, so, but... Back to my the anxiety and why I took a my little my my month hiatus. It was just more of a I hit a wall. I achieved everything I said I was going to achieve when I was eighteen, and I just hit a fucking wall. And I I um everything that was on the thing, I did it. Said so I was going to podcast. Got a podcast. Buy a car. Buy my own car. I did everything I said I was going to do. Finna graduate high school. Go to college. Like everything I said I was going to do. Right. So when I so when I got the list, I found the list again. It was lost in the, you know, the the, the, the thick of things in just my life. Uh, when I got the list back, and I seen, and I flipped it over, it was blank, and that's how I felt. It just felt like I just hit a wall, and I couldn't come up with any other type of motivation or focus. And then my adult, and then but as an adult, like you have to have a motivation, or have a focus, or have a hustle, or get a job, or get a skill, or get a trade. Take this shit all the time. But now that you're not in high school no more, you don't have to go to school no more. You don't have to go to college to make a way to make a living. But at the same time, you don't want to be another statistic that's not doing anything, because that's that's the same as just being in jail. Like here's the thing, people don't understand. Like oh, one in third, one in three people. One of three black children, children of color, Hispanics and blacks, go to jail. Which I yeah, for sure. That's probably the statistic. That's just because it's the way the country's set up. But also, what's the percentage of them not doing anything? Like, what's that percentage? I want to see what that shit looks like. Cause that's also a statistic, and that's just probably way higher than them the car the incarceration rate. I can't say that. I can't speak on that. But cause there's no statistics for niggas just being doing being lazy and not doing nothing. There's no statistic for that. That's just if you want to get up off your coffin and go do what you need to do. That's that, which is a tough thing, right? Because it's also self-motivation. So when I hit that wall and I achieved everything I wanted to achieve, it was like, okay, what else is going to motivate you, dude? Because now it's like you ain't got nothing else. It's like you did everything you was going to do. do. What's next? That was my biggest concern. That was my biggest thing. What was next for me? And it was tough. I figured it out. I, I just had to calm my fucking. I just had to calm the fuck down though, cause that overthinking shit to, it, it controls your mind. Literally, anxiety controls your life. Mental health. If you're going through a mental health crisis, or just anything like that, it controls your life. Like you, it stops everything. I was lazy as fuck. I stopped working out. I didn't. Eat. I, I was trying to gain weight. I stopped eating. I mean, I, I like eating one meal a day. I just feel like I don't need to eat overeat. But stop eating, stop working out, you know, stop. I just stopped doing what I was doing. I stopped the flow of my life because I'm thinking about 99 problems. Actually, I'm thinking about 100 problems. And not even trying to figure out. And I usually am a critical thinker and I break shit down to the very minute core of it all. But I can't. But when this shit happened, I got overwhelmed with just life and just growing up. There was no type of breaking it down. There was no type of none of that shit. It was just, you're in it. Like, here you're in the fire. Like, they just throw you in the fire. 
You know what I'm saying? And I, and it wasn't like my, it was just life. That life fucking hit me in my face. <laughs> Literally, that's what happened. You're not, you're not um, coddled anymore. You're not, you're not held. You're not babied. You're not none of that shit. It hits you in the fucking face. And you now you have to take care of yourself. And you have responsibilities as an adult. And I think that was just my biggest concern. A lot of people, a lot of kids my age, are either they feel it or it's going to hit them in the face. Whether they're in school and they're overwhelmed, it's just going to hit you in your face. And it's okay if it hits you in the face. Like, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but just let it be known. Like, it's okay to feel like the world going to end. Your world's going to end. It's okay that it's going to feel like that. It's just how you get over it. Now, if you, if you continuously just overthink shit, then you have to find out a different way to calm yourself down mentally. You know, I found that through just laughter. I usually do laugh a lot when I'm overwhelmed. I, I crack jokes, but like I said, now I don't want to crack jokes too during this whole fucking pandemic. And you can't be around people a whole hell of a lot so it's hard to crack jokes and it's hard to you know it's just tough i think that was it's not the pandemic that's getting me like that it's just life life hit me it, and it hit me in a weird way like like if i was working like i wouldn't trip if like i graduated high school normally and all this shit it was just the circumstances the way that, that life hit me in my fucking head hit me in my face rather so it was just the weird circumstances that i just had to figure it out and I think once you get to that point you'll figure it out you know but um I'm back now though I'm back and I ain't going nowhere you know I'm not taking this little one month hiatus I got a lot of people talking about when we gonna record when you gonna record I'm fucking recording here I am I'm I'm, I'm back I'm back baby I, and I ain't going nowhere You're, you're going to hear some banging, and there's this little minor construction worker workers going on downstairs. This minor, this minor construction going on at 11 o'clock at night on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah, it's no big deal. And this is why you listen to this show. Because it's one... Take this shit off the goddamn desk. It's one fucking take, and we do it one take. I don't do two takes. People tell me, you might want to, ah, no, no. I'm one take. I'm so dedicated that I took my fan out of my window and I'm hot. My butt's sweating. My back's sweating. My arms are sweating. I'm just a sweaty mess right now. And, and you like it. You, you're going to listen to this. And you're gonna enjoy it. But back to, I don't want to spend too long on the topic of mental health. I know it's a serious thing and I can dedicate a whole fucking episode to this mental health stuff. But there's other stuff I want to talk about because obviously, obviously, right? So, yeah, but I'm going to continue. I'm just going to talk about it for a little bit longer then we'll, 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 we will move on. We will move on. We'll move the fuck on. Anyways. And yeah, we'll move on. I'm starting to get tired as well. So, yeah, I just, um, but now I'm back. I'm like Mike Tyson. I, I did what I, I lived my life. I did what I wanted to do. But now I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. 
you know? My style is impregnable. I'm ferocious. Plays beat all raw. And there's trains. And there's just, it's just everything is going on. Don't give a fuck. I don't care. Um, I can, I can, it's like, here's the thing. It's like, I can't control it. I don't know why there's trains at 11 o'clock. I just can't control it. I can't call it. Don't tell me to call the game if I can't fucking call it. Anyway. But yeah, so just, if you, if you're going through the same, some of the similar stuff I was, I was going through, dealing with just anxiety and just feeling overwhelmed, you know, take a break, take a break from whatever the fuck you're doing. Um, walk around, walk, if you have somewhere to walk, walk, it's nice out now, summertime. And just take a deep breath and relax and get back on that horse. I know it's easier said than done, but trust me, it took me a full month to get back on my horse. And it takes me about two fucking days if I'm feeling overwhelmed to get back on my shit. So I went from two months to 30 days. So, I mean, excuse me, I went from two days to 30 uh, 30 days. So, you know, everybody's different, not everybody's the same, but I'm back on my fucking horse. And uh, Mike Tyson... Fighting Roy Jones Jr. I'm back. I don't understand these these old heads, man. I was at a family uh, get together. I know, fuck COVID, right? No, don't fuck COVID. Please wear your mask and please be safe. You know, and be sanitary. We should have been doing this shit way before. Here's the thing about this COVID shit. It makes us realize how stupid we are as just people. Period. We should. We should. And people always say if you're gonna attack a sickness or. A, Anything you should always the way to prevent it is to always act like you're sick so you could just take care of your body that way. So drink your uh, emergencies and eat your vitamins and whatever you whatever else you do that protects your body. We should have been doing that. COVID shouldn't have told us ah we need to do that. We, I bet you a lot of us wouldn't be as sick if we just um just did it like just did it out of just naturally because i was thinking about like just starting to get just drink emergencies and shit this vitamin c and just boost my immune system and start researching what foods boost my immune system i know working out helps a hell of a lot but also it's about what you eat as well because you see these americans out here a lot of people in new york uh, um vast majority of them i'm not gonna say vast majority but people that have gotten covid some of them are obese and everybody knows America is like the fucking king and queen of obesity in the goddamn world. So that's a problem that we have to address. That's the elephant in the room, right? So if you have, if you're obese, you're more than likely to get COVID. Your immune system is piss poor and you have no defenses to fight it off. You have no type of, I mean, you could take your vitamins and stuff like that, but you just had a higher risk of getting it. And we don't want people at high risk. If you're at high risk, please. Do the best you can. Stay home or be more cautious. If you want to go out, just be more cautious about where you're at. You know, you know, if you're more high risk, if you have um, an immune, you know, I'm not going to say disorder or disease or anything like that. But if something's wrong with your immune system, compromised immune system, there you go. Please be cautious of where you're at. Make sure you wear a mask. Make sure you're six feet. Follow whatever they're saying. Follow it. You're not being a sheep. This is for the betterment of people because you see other countries that are doing the same shit that they tell that the World Health Organization and the CDC has been saying to follow and do, they are opening up. The cases are going to be high because you're just going to open up, and that's just what it is. There's going to be a spike. That's just what it's going to be. But our cases keep going up because motherfuckers are so goddamn stupid and don't want to follow 
the rules. It's just as simple as just following the rules when you fucking drive. If you don't do this, something's going to happen. If you don't stop on a red light, you're more likely to get into an accident. If you don't wear your mask, you're more likely to get COVID. And the mask isn't for you. So when you follow the rules of the road, it's not always for you. It's for the people that are around you and driving, you selfish fuck. Put the mask on. It's not a big deal. I work with a mask on. And it doesn't irritate my soul absolutely. But do I have no choice? I have a choice, but at the same time, do I want to make sure that people are good? Yes. People in my, that come into my store are typically of, uh, people that are a little older, are older folks. So I want to do the best I can to make sure that they're safe, I'm safe, and we're all safe. And we're all taking care of one another. And that's what it boils down to. There's a lot of selfish people out there in this world. It just doesn't make any sense, man. We just got to just take care of one another. At the end of the day, we need one another to survive. I don't know why people don't think that we don't need one another. If anything has shown us with these protests and these demonstrations and the whole fucking COVID thing, we need each other. We need each other. And if you don't think that, then you're just a selfish fuck that doesn't wear their mask. And I know where you're going, so I'll see you there, you motherfucker. Just wear your mask. I just don't get it. I really don't understand it. It's just, it's so... It's just so dumb. I get it. Like, I know you don't want to wear the mask. I, I I used to do the mask for stupid as fuck. Truth be told, I still think people, I still think everybody's going to get it sooner or later because it's, if it's the flu, and it, it, I've, I'm pretty sure I've had the flu before, and I'm sure, pretty sure a lot of people have had the flu before. So I'm pretty sure if it's like that, then my this thing is that everybody's just going to get it and then we're just going to not be immune to it, but we'll have a better, our body will have a better chance of fighting it off because we know what it is, but it can turn into something crazier. But the, so, so can the flu. The flu can turn into pneumonia. Some little fucking flu that we get for every year for a flu shot can turn into pneumonia. The flu didn't die because COVID happened. They're still getting flu shots and they're still, it's still, it was still flu season a few months ago. So the flu didn't necessarily die. It was just that we're worried about COVID. And from what I'm reading and hearing that it's just the flu. Like my, like, not, I might say it's probably worse than the flu. It's probably the flu on steroids, truth be told. But my boy, um, I'm not going to say no names, but he has it. He got it. And he's asymptomatic. Well, I figured he would be asymptomatic because he works out. He goes to work. He, he does all this shit. So he eats the right foods. He's a pretty healthy guy. So I'm not worried about him. But it's not about him. He he can't go out. He self-quarantined himself from his grandparents because he understands that it's not about them. I mean, it's not about him. It's about everyone around you. You may be asymptomatic, even if you get COVID. You may be asymptomatic, but it's not about you. So I, if I got, if I had COVID, I wouldn't come out of my room for 14 days. I'd get like I had someone drop off food to me and shit like that, but I wouldn't come out of my room for 14 days because I know that's a serious health risk to everyone in my house because it can affect people differently. So I'm just gonna play it smart. You wanna be safe than sorry. And just do your and just do your due diligence and do your job as a fucking human being. Put the fucking mask on, all right? No one's telling you to jump off the goddamn uh, uh, Empire State Building. No one's telling you to jump off Columbia Tower or any fucking tall fucking skyscraper. No one's telling you to do that. Just put your mask on and be more vigilant and be and just care about people. It just shows me that you just can't. If you can't do the simple task, it just means that you just can't care. Like you like you just don't care. If you can't do the simple task of I'm going to put my mask on. I want to help people. 
I want to protect the people around me. I want to make sure everyone's good and no one's sick. I want to make sure that I don't get anyone sick. I want to make sure that I don't get sick. Because, well, I might not feel any symptoms. I might be asymptomatic. I can bring that shit back to my house. I could bring that shit around people. You don't want to be that person. You don't want to be that asshole that just does that. So, don't be a dickhead. Just wear your mask. It's not hard. It's really not hard. Honestly, I, I just don't understand why people think it's like the hardest thing to do ever in the goddamn world. It's not the hardest thing to do. You see countries that are doing it. That just oh just do it, just do it, just just do it, and I don't even think it's ever gonna go away. I think there's gonna be another flu shot. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I just think it's just gonna be another. Not it's not gonna be a vaccine, but it's gonna be every year they're gonna have to develop some new shit like the flu, where you just every year it's flu shot. You just get you just get another flu shot, and that's just COVID. This is the COVID shot, flu shot, and it's the COVID shot. The COVID shot will probably be for like. If you want, the flu shot is just whatever. The flu shot protects you from the flu, not necessarily COVID. But if you get the COVID shot, it helps you better chance of your body fighting off the COVID. The COVID. Helps you fighting off COVID and the flu. So, that's probably what they're going to wind up doing. I don't know, dude. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I don't really give a fuck. This new world order. If people, if this people are talking about new world order and all this bullshit, I don't give a flying fuck about any of that. But we were on Mike Tyson. Dude, Mike Tyson... He's 53, 54, I don't know. He's in his mid-50s, right? These old guys are coming back, but we got to stop with these old heads, man. I, I, I'm i a young guy. I'm 18, but let's 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 just stop, okay? Let's snip it in the butt. I get Roy Jones. Everybody's like, well, Roy Jones got touched. He folded. Da, 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 da. I'm like, do you really think Mike Tyson, at 54 years old, can still do it at... A high level, cause he's talking about he should never retire. He should have came back. No, if he didn't retire, he'd be like Muhammad Ali. He would take he would take an insurmountable amount of damage, and everybody be like another legend has gone too soon. I mean, Muhammad was eighty four. Don't get don't get me wrong. And he lived his life to the fullest, or, or, or he was in his mid eighties when he died, or in his eighties when he died. God rest his soul. But there should be no way in hell I don't want to see my Tyson fight at Anthony Joshua. A guy who hits harder than you now, not back then. I don't know. But hits harder than you now. He's six seven. He's two hundred sixty pounds. You're two ten. You're probably two twenty soaking wet. You do not want to hit a guy who's two sixty. You don't want. I'm. I'm like no. And those guys won't even fight at him. He's like, I'm not fighting Mike. Come on. And it's not even no disrespect. It's like I could really hurt this man. This man is damn near a senior citizen. He's on his way to in his sixties. I mean, he's mid fifties. In Evander Holyfield's like 57. He's pushing 60. You don't want to hit. You don't want to hit somebody that old. You just don't. Especially you're not because you're not thinking that it's just sparring. They're probably thinking. I know Mike's talking. About I could do a full for real. You can't. Um, you just can't because what the hell? No one can. Bro, if I did it, fuck no. Right. And my uncle was like, well, he can do it because. And he was like, did he, he asked me the question, he posed the question. It was a good point. He's like, do you think he beat me up? I said no. But if I had boxing skills, I probably, I probably could. Truth be told. If I knew how to throw a proper jab and a proper straight and a proper hook, 
left hook, right hook, and I knew some combinations, and I knew my footwork, I could probably fuck up an old man, uh, 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 um, a man. And I'm not, that's no disrespect, I'm not calling out my uncle or anything like that, I'm not, because I'm not, I would never fight family, but, and he said, I don't have, bike, and I said, I don't have, well, I don't have boxing skills, so no, right? And he said, I don't have boxing skills either, and I said, well, you're just older, and you have more experience, you've been in more fights. I'm, like, I haven't been in a lot of fights, I've been in a few fights, but I haven't been in, like, hella fights. And I said, you've been, you've been in more fights, you've been, you've been through the ringer a little longer than I have, a lot longer than I have, and he said, well, the same thing with Mike Tyson, but I'm like, yeah, but all of his losses, he's been knocked out, I think. I could look it up right here. Um, what am I looking up? Mike Tyson's losses. Let me look at Mike Tyson's record. I think all of his losses like have been at, have been knockouts. Like I don't he lost six times, right? So that's my thing. Like you lost six times, you've been knocked out six times, I believe so. So I don't think that's a good thing. If you if, if all your losses have been knockouts, you gotta stop. Okay, no, 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 no. Yeah. So he got TKO'd against Evander Holyfield. So his first loss was against Buster Douglas. He got knocked out, right? TKO technical knockout, which is referee stoppage, couldn't continue in disqualification. And and the Lennox Lewis was a KO. Danny Williams was a KO, and the other one was a um. I think in KO too. All like like right five of his he so he's lost six times one by disqualification but all the other five one all the other five times he's been knocked out. And you mean to tell me this is the man that can beat up uh, Deontay Wilder? I'm allegedly they they opposed this that he could. And they say, you think Mike Tyson wouldn't knock out Tyson Fury? If he could reach him, uh, can't reach him. I'm tall. I'm one inch. I'm 5'11. I'm one inch taller than Mike Tyson, right? Tyson Fury is 6'9. And when he probably puts the boxing shoes on, he's probably around 6'10, 6'11. Okay. When Mike puts his boxing shoes on, probably around five my height, or maybe even six foot, right? So, fuck no. He can't reach him. That's still a whole foot on him, okay? So, he won't be able to touch his head. And I get it. And the way Tyson Fury fights, he's 270 pounds. He's 6'9", and he moves. He moves like a, like a, like a cruiserweight or like a light heavyweight. He's lying on his feet. He's going to use his jab. He's going to use his weight to smother you. You're going to get tired. And my whole thing, with my, I'm pretty sure he still has some of his punching power, but you lose power when you get older. And that's just the, the common thing. You lose strength when you get older. So I'm not sure if Mike Tyson will be able to hit with the same ferocity and the same velocity as he was when he was in his prime, this super prime. I don't think Mike Tyson will be able to do that. I'm not trying to doubt a man that you want to do it and you want to prove the world wrong, prove the world wrong. He's probably fighting Roy Jones Jr. Because Roy, because as soon as when they cut HBO, Roy went back to Russia and started fighting again. I'm pretty sure. But there's no way in hell do I believe a Tyson, a Mike Tyson will beat up, will get get out of Tyson Fury, will get out of Anthony Joshua, will get out of Deontay Wilder. And a lot of people don't like Anthony Joshua. I think Anthony Joshua is probably, he's my favorite fighter right now. Out of the bunch, out of those three heavyweights, he's probably gonna win the belt. 
everybody's just like that he, he don't got that it factor. I'm like, well, I guess he doesn't, but he has three of the belts. And when he got knocked out, that was just that just showed you, and he had to come back and win the belts. I mean, that just shows you. I mean, he, there was no excuse for his knockout. He even said there was no excuse. I got knocked out, and that's just what happened. And then I came back and I whooped his ass and how I should have done it the first time. And they'll fight another time. And then he's going to, then Ruiz, and I like Ruiz. He has fast hands, heavy hitter. But, dude, that was Ruiz's problem. Bro, you're like 280 pounds. Your cardio, you got to lose weight. If you're going to compete with a guy, and Anthony Joshua said he lost weight for that fight. He said he was heavier in the first fight. He was two, two, he was 230. And Anthony Joshua... All his previous stuff, he's like 260, 240, probably in the range of 245, maybe to 260. That was probably his range. So, slimmed down, became faster, was sharper, more technical, didn't get into a brawl. And that's how Anthony Josh is probably going to fight Tyson Fury when they fight, after the Deontay Wilder fight. Because Deontay wants his belt to prove himself. But if Deontay Wilder beats Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua is going to beat Deontay Wilder. It's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to be unfair. Deontay Wilder can't box. He can brawl, but he can't box. So when you get a guy like Anthony Joshua, who's a boxer-puncher, and who can box, and who can punch, and who can throw with the best of them, you're going to see a different Deontay Wilder. You're going to see the same one that fought when he fought Tyson Fury. He didn't He didn't win a round. He got knocked out, but he didn't even win a round, or TKO. He didn't win a round in that fight. And there were seven fights. Typically, boxers come on in the second half of the fight or whatever. But even then, that's a little too late. You, you kind of want to steal the early, maybe get two or three rounds here and there. And then later on in the fight, second half of the fight, you want to take over and oppose your championship will. But he didn't do that against Tyson Fury. No, no, no. Tyson Fury fucked him up. So, when that happens, you got to understand that. And that was against a guy who was 212. And... and Arguably, it is and the heaviest hitter in the division. So, if I see a Mike Tyson fight a Deontay Wilder, I don't think Deontay Wilder will ever. I don't think these guys would do it. I just don't think so. I think the person that wants to like put their name on the map, and if he, if Mike wanted to go back pro and come out of retire and unretire and come back and fight, he he'll probably do it. Just on some simple, just casual shit. But I don't think. He'll fight a guy that's a no name. He doesn't not want to fight these name these name brand fighters. I call them name brand fighters. He doesn't want to fight these name brand guys. Even if he if he was gonna drop maybe a cruiserweight, maybe a cruiserweight, maybe you're just a little stronger. But even then, these are kids. I Man, you're fighting. Anthony Joshua's like thirty. Deontay Wilder's like thirty. Tyson Fury's like thirty. Like these guys are in their thir- like er- like early thirties. Like you're fighting guys that are in their primes. You find guys that are in their super primes, and you're talking to. You know, fuck no. I just don't believe it. I, 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 I just don't. I just don't understand. I just don't understand it, really. Really. But speaking on the topic of just talking about stuff at the, the uh, family get-together, my sister's birthday, you know, she... Well, her birthday's um, on the 27th, where I'm recording this on the 26th. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, 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 she'd be 20 tomorrow. But anyways, um, speaking on that topic of just, like, discussions at the family get together because you have talks like sport talks and just regular ass talks and stuff like that we were just talking about billionaires and stuff like that and me and my uncle and my dad were talking about it and my dad i i understand both sentiments and if you are a billionaire i guess you're supposed to give back i it's so it's a slippery thing because i don't know as a as a human being i could say that now saying i don't have a billion dollars so i can say 
that I'm supposed to give back? I'm, I could say that because I don't have a billion dollars, so I'm like, oh, I'll give back if I had money. Da 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 da. Money's a funny thing; you can't take it with you, but it's like you don't want else to have it, right? You know what I mean? Like that's the funny thing about money: you can't take it with you, but you don't want no one else to have it. So you gotta find that balance. And I said, give thirty percent. My uncle said that's too low. Now I said, wait a minute. If I give you fifty cent, that's half and half, and none of you. And I mean this with no disrespect. Nobody has helped me achieve my billions of dollars. You're not going to get half of my billion dollars. If I'm worth $70 billion, you're not going to get $35 billion. You're just not. And that's no disrespect to nobody. You're just not going to do that. It, it, it's too tough. It, because a percentage of time I'll give it to charitable organizations. I'm supposed to give $35 billion to charitable organization. Organizations. I don't know if there's that many charitable organizations that are charitable. How many nonprofit organizations make profits? Come on, like let's just be real. And those guys, only, the only reason why those, those those guys stay afloat is because they receive donations. That's the only reason why they stay afloat is because of donations and because of sponsors and lenders and whatever the hell, right? So I don't think I say thirty percent is good. If you're a billionaire, you give up thirty percent of your net worth. To the people of the world, that's pretty fucking good. You're gonna make it back, so why would I trip off thirty percent? And he and, and my dad was and he was like, no, nah, then yeah, and he kept saying yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, no, 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 because then I have nothing, because I'm left with nothing. I'm I'm sorry, but I, and, and it's hard for me to say that because I'm not a billionaire, but I can also see where they're coming from and why some of them don't give as much as they probably should and everybody's like there shouldn't be any billionaires bullshit they're you know what they're saying bullshit because what 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 does a millionaire strive for and then then they could be like well they're before i make that point they could easily say well they're ringing out the middleman and the, just the middle class they're just just uh just ringing them out dry just ringing them dry i said I was like, okay, that makes sense, but that's just capitalism. All billionaires are capitalists. Unless you made your money a different way. I don't see how you made your money a different way, but all billionaires are capitalists. Elon Musk, and everything, Elon Musk isn't smart, da, 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 da. I'm like, let's see you try to do, talk about half the shit that he talks about. This man's a fucking engineer. This man makes our life better. You don't even know it. You drive that, and these are the people that drive them raggedy-ass cars and shit. This man... Has solar panel. He's developing solar panel roofs, so your house can only use the energy that's available toward the sun. He's trying to cut down on all these costs and all this shit. He's just trying to do it. He's just trying to. He's just trying to do it, to where he can make the shit futuristic and just safer for the environment for the people that inhabit this earth. You don't give a fuck because you're gonna die at like seventy five. So it, it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. Now. I'm here for the billionaires, man. Because also, what's a what's a millionaire supposed to strive for? I mean, like, come on. The, the billionaires is the cream of the crop. That's what you want to be. That's what everybody wants to be. Everybody talking about, no, I don't want to be a billionaire. Your people run their fucking mouths, run their jaw till their jaws get tired, till you fucking get a locked jaw, and then guess what? But if you had an opportunity to be a billionaire, you're telling me you wouldn't take it? Bull motherfucking shit. I'm taking that. Give me the con. What do I sign? What do I sign? If niggas told me, 
you'd be you would be worth five billion dollars. You but you'd be worth the Knicks, the New York Knicks. Where do I sign? Where do I where where do I sign? Where do I sign? I want to sign the paper now. I want to sign the paper now. I want to sign the paper now because I'm worth five billion dollars, and you can give your money back. And if they just say you get five billion dollars flat out, whatever, I'll give a billion dollars to the whole world if that helps the cause. I and the problem is with giving money back is there's too many middlemen, so they're gonna tell you to go through these funnels and through these avenues, right? It's hard to deal with people directly because you don't know people's intentions directly. You just don't know. The longer you work with them, the longer you understand their mindset and their intentions and all that good stuff. But when you're working with them, you do not know what the hell they are all about. And rightfully so, because you're supposed to let other people figure it out. But the problem what I have with everybody saying there should be no billionaires, first of all, this is a huge number. There's 630 billionaires in America, the sixth, the United States now has 630 billionaires whose wealth totaled nearly 3.4 trillion as of April 29th. Meanwhile, the 400 richest Americans, according to Forbes um, rankings, have as much combined wealth as the 64%, the poorest, as the poorest 64% of American households, the reported highlighted. And this is important to CNBC. This is just off like the Google, whatever the fuck Google gives you. Like the, the whatever Google gives you for the numbers or whatever the case may be. Like this is that's what that was. I just read. But um Meanwhile, the four hundred richest Americans, according to Forbes rankings, has have as much combined wealth as the sixty four percent the poorest sixty four percent of American household. Now okay, I get that. Now if you have enough money, if all the billionaires come together and raise and raise everybody above the poverty line, there would be no there wouldn't be a lot of crime or poverty or anything excuse me, of that nature, I, I, I get that. But it's a tough thing to do because when you're dealing with people, people are greedy. That's why one, that's why one of the seven deadly sins is greed. Like, it, you, you, like you, you're, when you're dealing with people, it's tough to be like, it's tough, really. Unless you tell somebody, it, this prime example, if you tell somebody you owe them because you essentially you don't owe the world shit. As a duty as a human being, you're supposed to give back to the world, make it better than when you left it, or when you when you came in, leave it better than when you leave. Right? That's our duty as human beings and as people. But at the same time, that's just what people have told us, and that's just how people are supposed to live. But who told the who the fuck said that's how we're supposed to live? Honestly, but you don't owe the world shit. So it's a tough thing to say. Let me pay back the people when these people haven't. People one don't give a fuck about you because you're a billionaire. So you're already hated. Because you're a billionaire. Two, what has what, what has the world done for you? You got to think about it like that. People don't understand that. Like what, is, what has the world done for you lately? Ask yourself that question before you start. What has the world done for you lately? If you attack the world with the same energy that, that I attack the world, like, fuck the world. Like, the world don't like us. And, and if that's not clear, as a black man in America, they don't give a fuck about us. If that's not clear... I don't know what else is clear. What else can't be more clear than that, right? The world is not a huge fan of us because what they've been taught about us. Some the world, what the world loves us. At the end of the day, they need us, right? They just don't like us. You can like someone and love them. That's like fucking around and be your family. Like it doesn't matter. But at the end of the day, it's like giving someone twenty bucks. You're saying, hey, 
give it's like being a messenger. So I have twenty bucks and I give twenty bucks to John Doe. And I tell John Doe, I'm like, John, I owe this to Jane Doe. Give this twenty bucks to Jane Doe and make sure it gets to Jane Doe. I'm pretty sure that John will do whatever it takes or whatever he can when the time is right to get the money to Jane Doe. So if he sees Jane, he's like, Oh hey, hey, I got your money from Diaz. Now, if I just say because I owe I owe Jane the money. And this is a simple concept to understand. But this is also what people, but billionaires ask the, ask the world. And people, I'm pretty sure billionaires give a lot of money. I don't need to give a, a billion dollars. A hundred million is a lot of fucking money. That's one tenth of a billion. What else do you, what else do you want from me? You want me to give it all up? Fuck no. Because guess what? You wouldn't give it all up. So I don't want to hear people say I'll give it up. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Because every man, woman, and child has a price. I have a price. My little sister has a price. My mom has a price. My dad has a price. Both my uncles have prices. Everybody got a price. It just comes down to what is it? What is the price? Like I said, if a nigga told me, hey, Diaz, you could be worth the same amount of money as the New York Knicks flat out. Bro, sign the dotted line. And then no hassle, none of that shit. And I wake up and I check my my bank account and there's 500, and there's, not 500, there's $5 billion in my bank account? I don't have to go to work no more. I am set. I'm scot-free. I don't even know what to do with a billion dollars. I'd probably do nothing with a billion dollars. Honestly, I wouldn't I don't know what I, what I would do with five billion dollars. Probably do nothing with it. But, and then people go like, well, you could give it no. I mean, yeah, I'll donate money and I'll do whatever I can to make the world a better place. Because the money is revolved around the world. I mean, the money, the world revolves around money. And when I mean the world, I mean like people, society, that's the world. The earth doesn't revolve around money. The earth is just going to be a planet and it's just in our solar system and it's just what it's going to be, right? But money runs the world. So I'm going to give money to people that need the money. I'm going to try to do whatever I can to make sure, make some smart investments and make more money off the $5 billion that I was, you know, blessed with and given. That's what I would do with my money. But I wouldn't fucking work no more at all. Work, nigga. I'm worth five billion dollars, nigga. I'm worth the same team as New York Knicks, Nick. I wouldn't work no more, but I'm not everybody. People, I don't know. But anyway, back to what I said. Everybody got a price. That's my price. What I was trying to say is, if you give someone twenty, so I gave John twenty dollars, and I just say, here's twenty dollars. You can do whatever you want to twenty dollars. He's gonna, he's gonna keep the twenty dollars. As simple as that. Like John, I like I didn't owe John. I didn't. I just gave him twenty bucks. Here's twenty bucks. Do whatever you want. So that's like us people telling the billionaire, "Hey, here's our money. Here's our money. Here's our money. Here you go. Here's our money. You and we, but we never told him that give this back to the charitable organizations. Or we just said, here's our money, as as just people that in a, in a capitalist society." In America, we just told them, hey, here's our money, here you go. And we didn't tell them to give it to charitable organizations. We didn't tell them that. And another thing about people, they don't like being told what the fuck to do. So don't tell them people, give this money to people. No, I'm not. Because you already told me, you told me it. So no, I'm not going to do it. Right? That's the same principle. It's like, I gave you the money for a service that you provide. But John didn't serve So let's say John like was selling like, fucking baseball cards. And I want to buy baseball cards. But I sold it for a low, a way lower rate. I just gave John the twenty bucks. I'm like, hey, I want twenty baseball cards. Here's the twenty bucks. 
I can't tell John to go give that money to Jane. I just can't because that doesn't make sense. I, I can't tell John what to do with the money that I gave him. And that's the same as like a Jeff Bezos. We're giving money to Amazon and everywhere else, right? The stocks. Or I don't give a fuck about that. I don't know nothing about that shit. But we give money to Amazon and shit like that, right? So we can't tell Jeff what to do with his money. It, it, it doesn't make sense. It's like... You can't have everything in this world. You can't tell this man what to do with his money. You just can't. We gave him the money. Now, if we were smart enough people and we understood that these charitable organizations need this money, the children's hospital need this money, which they don't. Uh, they do, but come on. Everybody don't have the children's hospital. But anyway, it, these these places need this money. These reservations need this money. We, as a collective whole people in America, there's like... 300 plus people in America, we would, we would literally take our money and just give them the money. Oh, you never thought about, oh, you never thought about that? We make more money than these, we don't, we, we don't make more money than them, but if we combine all of our salaries together as American people, this will take a lot, but if we did that, everybody would be well off, everybody would be fine. But no one's talking to them, but no one's talking about that. You want to point your finger at the higher ups, and I know it's just easy to point your finger at the it's easy to point your finger at the sky than it is down. But the problem is you can't get mad when the sky doesn't return the favor when you gave something to the sky. You can't get mad at that shit. You can't get mad at the money we give to Jeff Bezos and we tell them to do something with that. You don't tell me what to do with my pocket. That's why I don't give a damn who's a billionaire. I'm not going to pocket watch anybody. As a man, I'm supposed to be like them niggas. Tuh. I know I'm going to sound a little ignorant right now, but I'm supposed to be like a Jeff Bezos. I want to be like a Jeff Bezos. Not necessarily I want to be Jeff Bezos, but I want to be on a billionaire level. To where I got so much money, I don't know what the fuck to do with it. I could go chillin' bumfuck. With a, with, with a whole bunch of you-know-whats. And bumfuck. That's the goal, right? That's not, that's not the goal, but the goal is to be a good, great human being, right? And that would be me and my heart and my character, right? And I'm pretty sure these guys made a lot of sacrifices to get to where they're at. So to sit up here and say they should give up way more money, when I heard Jeff Bezos gives up 100 plus million, and he's just giving, and he gives money back, and he does stuff to, for climate change, apparently, and just, it, when, when you say stuff like that, it's just tough, because they're trying, it's an effort. It's a collective whole. It's not just the sum of one. It's a collective whole. Because the the sum, the collective whole is will always be greater than the sum of one. Because you think when when you think Amazon was wasn't like doing distribution and stuff like that, when one person said that to Jeff Bezos, do you think he was like, ah, go fuck yourself? I'm still gonna do books or whatever the case may be, right? You, do you think, and then when, but when 20 people said, hey, you should maybe look into distribution and delivery, 40 people, 100 people, what do you think he did next? He said, you know what, I'm going to listen to these 100 people and maybe I should start getting to delivery and the distribution of third party um, products and stuff like that. I mean, come on. And the one person be like, well, I told you, but I'm like, you're just one out of, out of the hundred that told me, I wasn't going to listen to one fucking person. Because what the fuck do you know? But if I heard from a, another hundred people instead of this one, now I got some action. Now I can listen. The greater whole is bigger than one, this one sum. So, 
with that being said, I just think we got to stop pointing the finger at the billionaires. We, we got to stop. I know they're supposed to donate more money. If they were, and they are decent people. At the end of the day, they're just living their lives. Honestly. Because you're, you're just living your lives too. So you're to me to tell me these billionaires are supposed to think about St. Jude's and the children's hospitals and the reservations. They're living their lives, man. They're running businesses. Like, how you're not worried about them? Like, like how you're not worried about them? They're, they're the same as you. Just at a different pay scale and a different pay rate. They're not, you're not worried about them? They're not worried about it. So you, we can't tell them as Joe Schmoes that they should give their money somewhere else. People told me, I told my, my family that Drake bought a plane. They were like, what are you bought a plane for? Woo, 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 woo. I'm like, because he wanted to. Because that's his life. That's his life. That's his life. Like, I, I don't I don't know why he bought a plane. He could give it to... I don't know why he didn't do that. That's his life. You know, that's what's wrong with people. Da, 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 da. I'm like, if you had the money to buy a plane, motherfucker, you would buy a plane too. I don't care. And if someone told me, would you buy a plane? Absolutely, I'd buy a plane. I ain't got to go to Delta no more. And I love Delta. But if I ain't got to go through that bullshit, the TSA, none of that shit, man, I could buy a plane. I could just, man, 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 what? I just buy a plane. I could get going whenever I want to get going. Come on, man. What we talking about? Is this even what, what we talking about? Is this even a conversation anymore? You're telling me what I buy a plane? Absolutely, I'd buy a plane. Even if I had like $500 million, I'd buy a fucking plane. Come on. Like, what are we talking about? It, it, this doesn't make sense to me. At this point in time in the game, it don't make sense to me. I, I just don't understand it. I just don't get it. Why people... I, I don't know. Just and speaking on things I don't get, I, I know I'm late, kinda. I had a sticky note of the stuff I wanted to write, I talk about, but um, bro, Will and Jada, that's so funny. She really gave. I don't really give a fuck about the relationship. I wish her nothing but the best, and I just wish her nothing but the best. Honestly, honestly, I wish her nothing but the best. I wish her but um, nothing but health and success. I, 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 we, entanglement, I don't give a fuck. Look, bro. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Jada gave a lot of people a new word to say. And entanglement's a real world for a complicated relationship. People get that, but we gotta, as people, and they've been open about the relationship, and I really don't care about it. I was gonna talk about it, I really don't care. It's so old, and no one gives a fuck anymore. You see how people just care for the moment. No one gives a fuck, right? So I wish nothing but success and happiness within their relationship. They ain't got a co-parent no more. Will could do whatever the hell he wants to do. And I'm here for it. But, um, yeah, man. We got to stop pointing the finger at the billionaires because I get it. You want to help people. But it's hard to think about people when you still have to worry about yourself. You always put yourself before everybody else. And that's what the billionaires are really pretty much just doing. They're putting themselves before everybody else. But everybody's like, well, you don't have to work again in your life. Who says that? This shit can all go away in a snap of the fingers. This shit is not guaranteed. So, you're going to be smart. Um, be smart about your money and stuff like that. But I'm back. I know I, didn't, I, know I didn't talk about a lot of stuff today. I, I talked a lot at length about certain shit, but I really just... I'm back, and I ain't really going. I ain't, I ain't going nowhere, man. You know, I took a I took a break. You know, I'll take a break if I need it. But I'm back. I'm healthy. 
I got my mind right. Um, I'm focused. I'm looking at this white board. I'm going to write some shit on it. You get my mind refocused. You get my mind back to where it needs to be. Get my, just get my, just get my, just get my, fucking up my feng shui, you know. But, um, yeah, man. Anybody out there with mental health, you know, mental health issues, you know, I hope you find a way to, like, sort it out. Obviously, it sounds so goddamn, like, crass the way I say it, but really, you know, as I never really dealt with it. It's my first time dealing with it, and I deal with it, and people deal with it differently. Um, but not for real, like, I care. Like, people, I care about people that, like, go, like, go through some shit like that. You know, because it's tough, cause you, and especially if you're a dude, because everybody just tells you to be a man and suck it the fuck up. But that's the problem right there. You suck it up too much, you can't even let the shit out because it's too much. <laughs> it's too much at, uh, it's too much at right now, you know, and I've, and I've realized that I'm not Superman. Even Superman has a weakness. It's kryptonite. Even Superman, you know, gets exposed to kryptonite every now and then. So you got to understand that sometimes my kryptonite can be my own self. I could get in my own way. And if I'm talking about I'm a king and this and that and the other, it's a lot of pressure you put on yourself. It is self-pressure. You put you put pressure on yourself because you don't want to feel like you don't want to feel like you're a failure or anything like that. But you got to understand. You just got to keep moving forward. You got to keep doing what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? You got to stay on stay on your p's and q's and Cross your teeth and dot your eyes and make sure that everything is right on point. And um, once you do that, man, shit, the world's yours and no one can take it from you, you know. You got to just do what you got to do to make sure you get your mind right. And don't worry about other people, pressures, whatever. Pressures, whatever. Pressures, what you make it either. Bust pipes or make diamonds. And it takes a long time. And there's nothing about pressure. It takes a long motherfucking time for it to make diamonds. But it takes a quick amount of time for it to bust pipes. So understand that. You know what I'm saying? You got to just do what you got to do, man. And like I said before, it takes a long time for diamonds, from pressure to make diamonds. And it takes a short amount of time for it to bust pipes. But episode nine, sophisticated ignorance. Everybody everybody has a kryptonite. You just got to do what you got to do. Like I said, I'm going to keep saying it because it's a really a gem. And I really want you to really, if I want you to take anything from this episode, I want people to understand mental health is a real thing for a lot of people in this country. Also, like I said, pressure is a motherfucker. It either, it takes a long time for it to make diamonds. So don't always ever feel like you have to do this because someone told you. But you, you're a diamond. Pressure makes diamonds. It also busts pipes. It takes longer for pressure to make diamonds. It takes a quick amount of time for him to bust pipes. But Sophisticated Ignorance, Episode 9. I'm glad you guys listened to it. I'm back, and I'm better. If you listen to us all the way through, I appreciate you. Um, We're back with it weekly, man. Weekly episodes. We back on it, man. We back on the high horse. We back on our horse. It's time for us to giddy up. And like I said... It takes a long time for pressure to make diamonds, but it makes, ah, oh, fucked it up. It takes a long time, one take, one taking it. It takes, a, it takes a long time for pressure to make diamonds, but it, it's a quick time for the pressure to burst pipes. You guys are the best. I love y'all. Stay classy.